welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 2, Episode 8, The One with the List. Oh, the list. The list, I know. We were kind of lamenting this when we ended our last episode. Because it's just not fun. It's kind of sad. Um, I feel like it's just like, um, it's almost like setting the tone for what's to come as far as like Ross and Rachel arguments, you know? Mm, yeah. Don't you think? Like, kind of irrational and usually Ross doing something pretty appalling and Rachel getting mad at him and him thinking, well, it's not a big deal. Or like, but, you should be over it by now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause I said, I'm sorry. So there, forgive me. Yes. Right. Yes. Yep. So it kind of sets up future Ross and Rachel arguments. Um, but, anyway, but the episode starts out nice. The episode starts out great. So Rachel comes yeah. upstairs and she's like, oh my gosh, you guys, guess what? Ross just kissed me. It was amazing. Phoebe's like, unplug the phone, get the wine. Yeah, get the wine. And Monica's like, do not start without do me. Do not start without me. And this would totally be us except for you know what would be there with wine. Oreos. Double Oreos, stuffed Oreos. of course. Double stuffed, of course. So, um... Oh, yeah, actually, giving... before we go on, I, we've mentioned this before, I think, um, but du- wine and double stuff Oreos is our like, like our real talk anytime we see each other again, reading whatever, whatever. So I want to hear from our listeners. What's your like gabbing with your girlfriends? Yeah. What ritual? do you bust out? What do you bust out? Is it the the wine and the Oreo? What's your wine and Oreos? You tell us. Yeah. In college, we also did a lot of chilies, chips and queso. We did a lot. Well, because you could get that huge thing for like five ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. We just share one, and it was like this uh-huh. big giant thing of queso and a bunch of chips. That was a good one oh. too. That was more social. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the Oreos and the wine were kind of after college reunions. Yeah, well, Oreos always, but true. More wine after college. Um, yeah, so I'd love to hear. Yeah, we'd love to hear like what you guys you bust out when you're like catching up with your. You've got something important to say. I don't say know why I about. wanted to say catching up with your hose. I would never say that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, that's instantly what came to mind. I thought I you don't... were going to say, I thought you were going to say gal pals. <laughs> nope, uh, that would have been more appropriate. I went fully inappropriate and rude. Um, oh, that's so funny. So guys, just strike that from the record, okay? Um, <laughs> what do you eat with your friends? Your gal pals. Um, Anyway, I love they're, like, telling the story, and it's like, oh, how was it? Was it, like, tender? Was it, like, passionate? Da-da-da. And they're going to all this detail. And I want to come back to that in a second, but I do think it's funny. Then it's the contrast, and it's the guy's like, and uh, then I kissed her. Tongue? Yeah. And that's the end of the story. But that's always how, like, when I ask Matt for details of something, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did you guys do tonight? Like, what did you talk about? Tell me all the things. And he's like, it was good. There was beer, and that's you know, and I'm like, but like, what you guys talk about, and like, who's yeah, there, like, how's and like, everyone doing? how are they doing? What were the nope. fun jokes? <laughs> Basically, like, very limited information. Where when I come home from something, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna spend the next four hours detailing everything that happened, so you feel like you were there, and I get to relive it. Um, <laughs> but once again, I do have to call out Monica. Like, Rachel is yep. talking about her brother, like kissing her friend extremely passionately and Monica's like ooh nice and I, like 
It's so weird. So, okay. So the first part where she's like, when she's like, you guys, it happened. Ross kissed me. And she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like that, I think, okay, appropriate. She's excited. And she's like, tell us everything. Like that's, that's fine too. But then when she's like, when she's like, oh, where were his hands? And she's like, they started at my waist and then they moved it to my hair. And Monica's like, oh, I'm like, ew. I know. It's so <laughs> like, weird. Like, it's your that's brother still. That's where it crossed the line. That's, mm-hmm. that's where it crossed the line. But I could yeah, see her being first, like, ew, that's my brother. But I'm so happy for you. Or like, you know? yeah, tell me what happened. But I don't need the like gory details. Yeah, I don't know. Once again. I'm, I'm glad that she's excited and I do get it at the beginning, but then when she starts to like get into it, I'm like, yeah, you must chill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just, I don't know. I guess we're kind of jumping in. Well, we'll come back to this plot line because it's obviously the okay. most exciting, exciting one. Yeah. Um, and the other part is that Chandler gets a very fancy computer Oh, my gosh. Chandler talking which, about the specs of his computer. I know. Which, to me, still are like, I'm like, is that good? Is that bad? Is that what my computer no. has? No, you know this. Come on. Because your phone has more megabytes. 12 megabytes of Oh, RAM. megabytes? Oh, my yeah, phone has 128 gigabytes. Gigabyte. And his, his, his computer right. has 500 megabytes of storage. That's half mm. a gig. Right. So it could store one word document? Basically, it can store a word document. No pictures. Yeah. And 12 megabytes of RAM is like the like the processing speed type thing. And so uh-huh. it basically is like you could yeah, it's it's so ancient and that tiny little screen. I was I was cracking up looking at yeah. that and he's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure megabytes. it's probably AS400, which is what Matt still uses for work." So Yeah. The it's other day I was pretty comparable. I, I went to an electronics store here and they were like, oh, let us search up that item for you in the computer. And it was that neon green screen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys use the AS400. And he's like, I don't know. I was like, no, I'm telling you, you do. Like, it's, <laughs> I it's wonder like if 30 it's, years old. That's just what New Zealand has. <laughs> that's that's the internet right now. That's the internet. <laughs> And, like, for Matt's work, he works in trucking, so, like, they don't really need anything complicated, and, in fact, there's other carriers that use, like, more complicated software, and he's, like, it just isn't good because it's not good enough. Rather than just keeping, like, the simple functions, they tried to make it look better, but it has less functionality than the AS400, and so he's, like, I would just rather use the green screen because at least it works and does the things you need it to do. That's right. Um, Even though it looks like Oregon Trail. It's um, so bad, you guys. It's, it's the, so like, bad. He is the only person. for yes. Yeah. Type O2 for no. He's the only person I know that actually uses the F keys. And he, like, oh. when he had to get a new laptop, he, like, had to keep looking because a lot of them don't even have the F keys anymore. The function keys. Yeah. You have to, like, push a few buttons to use them because I don't remember yeah. the last time I used the function keys other than to, like, use it for the volume and, like, the I screen use, like, brightness on my f- computer. F something for oh, I only ever use it for PowerPoint because F five puts you into presentation mode. Okay, that's about it. That's your that's uh, your PowerPoint yeah. tip of the day. Your hot PowerPoint Folks, tip of the day. Your hot tip of the day. <laughs> yeah, so he's like talking about his like tiny little computer, which I don't even know why he got it. Like, what's he to even play games? Do? Doesn't he say? He's oh, that's like, right. So yeah, he like to play games. It? play games and stuff well yeah. we know later he goes on chat rooms 
Mm-hmm. Little chat roulette. To um, be discussed later. Yeah. And uh, this computer actually comes back to bite everybody in the butt later, but I guess we'll get Uh back into that. Um, And the other thing that's going on is Monica, it's finally hit her that she needs a job. Homegirl can't just sit on the couch forever. Well, Um, hold on. That's a bit rude. Maybe she's been applying and looking this whole time and somebody's finally called her back and she's actually got like an opportunity. I don't think that we can assume Monica has been sitting on the couch for the last few episodes. Yeah, I guess that's true. She just didn't seem very phased about her job situation until Chandler like shamed her into feeling bad about it. She was trying to be positive, but that's good. She was just trying to have a positive attitude. And so she could have also been trying to apply for jobs. That's true. Which one, which one was it where, is it this one or is it the, yeah, it's this one. Is it where they're like looking through the newspaper and, um, yeah. Joey's like, like, if you, if you're willing to cook naked, mm-hmm, you'd be willing to dance okay. naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's okay. looking through the newspaper and Joey's uh, quote unquote helping her. Right. And she, I think comes across this like test market product that they want a chef to try their product and make some recipes. And it turns out that it's Makalit. Yeah. Uh. Which is fake chocolate, which it just we makes think me it's think of even like better than chocolate. It Carob? makes me think of like sugar free. No, I think worse, like oh. sugar free chocolate. Like oh. it's supposed to taste like milk chocolate, but it's sugar free. Which uh, all sugar free. Ch- when the she way says she it's like bubbling. That. Oh yeah. yeah, when she's like it crumbles, and then she's like, "I'm just waiting for it to stop bubbling." I'm like, "Oh, what on earth?" I know. And I'm imagining like. I don't know. It just sounds so gross. So she takes it home and she tries to be creative with it. But she's making like mocklet mousse and chocolate chip mocklet chip cookies and all these things. And she's like having everybody taste them. And Rachel's like, oh, my God. And Monica's like, oh, my God, good. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you let me put that in my put mouth. In my mouth. And then Phoebe takes a bite. Like. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this, would be, this is what evil tastes like, which I think is like so funny. That, so I mean, it's funny. obviously very dramatic, but that's a good description of how badly something tastes. Um, and in the end, it turns out that Phoebe, or Phoebe, sorry, the Mocklet doesn't get its FDA approval. Oh. Shocking. It's made with like, I don't know, because the FDA approves everything. So who oh, knows man. what was in Mocklet? Cool. You know? Yeah. Um, and and when she comes back and he and and she's like, well, I have no morals and I need the money. And he's like, yeah. it's like looking in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> that. Do you know where that guy's from? I just thought about him. I was like, no. where's he from? He looks have familiar you, did, to me. Oh, we haven't looked. I him didn't up look yet. him up. Mm-mm. I just okay, thought of guys. it. I was like, we will look it up. And if it's anything interesting that he's yeah, been we'll in, share we'll it. put it in the. We'll put it online. Yeah. Um. But the, the next thing he pitches to her is fish stachios, which is oh, the I'm like anything that tastes like fish that isn't fish. That's an immediate no for me. Well, I guess it's supposed to taste like a pistachio. And so it would just be like really, really, oh, really that's salted. Right. Grounded but, up fish bits. Yeah. Like basically packed fish. That why? Ugh. Why? Oh, that sounds so gross. Disgusting. And then. But then he's like, are you allergic to anything? And she's like, cat hair. And he's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. So basically, yeah, trying to find jobs is the worst. Yeah, it is. And she's allergic to cat hair, but she had fluffy meowington 
as we've learned in the last episode. So I don't know where. Uh... Well, she had the cat toys. Right. Maybe Fluffy was hairless. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of all that's really going on in the background. But obviously the big deal is Ross kissed Rachel and um, it kind of starts out when he realizes like you know, two women are in love with him and he's kind of freaking out. Oh, but I went, oh, before that, I love when they're in the coffee shop. Oh my and gosh. And Phoebe's like, yes. I'm going to sing a song about two people that uh, I totally made up. Uh, yeah. They, it's called <laughs> two of them. There's three people that are in a love triangle and the song's called two of them kissed last night. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, uh, I can't stress I can't this enough. The story isn't real. The story real. isn't real. <laughs> I can't stress this point too strongly. He must decide. He must decide. Even though I made him up, he must he decide. He must decide. <laughs> oh, it's such a good song. Or will it be the one that we'll call Luli? Because <laughs> I can't remember what she made up their names to be. She's like, but... yeah, something call him Betty. Betty. And, then the men will and call Neil. Him Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Would Betty be the one that he loves truly? Or would it be the one that we'll call Luli? Oh, it's so um, funny. It is funny. And Julie obviously doesn't catch on. No. Um, but so he goes back to the apartment with the guys. And he's freaking out and, you know, total Ross way. And I get his, you know, I get it. He is in like a loving, committed relationship with Julie, with Bully. And, <laughs> um,. You know, he just found out about Rachel, and obviously it's everything he's ever wanted, but does he want to, like, throw everything away? He, you know, I get it. I get the predicament. Yeah. Um, what would you do and, if you were in this situation? I don't know. I think I think it depends on the relationship I was in. Like, I don't know. I it's feel so like hard you can't, to say, isn't it? You can't say until you're presented with the two people that it would be made up of, you know? I know somebody that this happened to. Really? It's actually, it's a friend of one of our friends. Yeah. And so Ooh, let's see if I can give the compact version of the story. So she mm-hmm. had a major crush on this guy, um, like all throughout high school and college. And um, he knew it. And she, yeah, she was like hopelessly in love with them. And I'm pretty sure he, like they went on a, like they were friends and I'm pretty sure they didn't go on dates, but like they were hanging out just the two of them. And one time mm-hmm. they like kissed or something and he mm-hmm. was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like I shouldn't have done that and kind of like dashed her dreams. And then I think it happened again later, like something where like she had said she wanted to like kiss in the rain, whatever, you know what I mean? Stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, you're in college and it happens, um, hopeless romantics. And so he like, it was like raining and he kissed her. And then again was like, I'm just so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. So flash forward a few years she starts dating somebody else. She gets engaged to this person. This guy comes back and is like, I can't let you go. I've been such a fool. I can't believe it. I didn't realize that I was missing out. Like I, I want to be with you. And this is a guy that she had a crush on for like, like, like was like hopelessly in love with for years. So it was similar situation, right? Oh my gosh. Um, Yes. Ross isn't engaged. Are you at the edge of your seat? I am because I want to know what she did. So in this case, she was like, she, I I mean, I'm sure it was like 
crazy and a struggle for her. And I don't, I don't know the thought process because I heard the mm-hmm. second hand from, from our mutual friend, but I guess she was just like, too bad. Like you had your mm-hmm. opportunity and you didn't, you didn't actually want to be with me when you had the choice, when you had the chance. And so this is just you wanting what you can't have. This mm-hmm. other guy, this other guy, the um, fiance that she was engaged to, um, she's like, he's been nothing but wonderful and loving and committed. And he's showed mm-hmm. his commitment and you're only showing your commitment once I'm with somebody else. And it's like right. almost too late. So, so she is still married to the guy that is the, the fiance, the fiance, not the okay. boyfriend to the old boyfriend. So, um, okay. but if this has happened to any of our listeners, oh my gosh, yes, please. we want to hear. <laughs> I'm dying to know more stories like this. Please want to hear this I do gossip. think I think that Ross and Rachel is a little different than your friend only because Ross and Rachel don't actually have a history other than Ross being high school in love with Rachel nothing's right, ever happened exactly. nothing and ever this happened is the first time he she wasn't like dangling him on a string for 10 years that's right that's right and she I think didn't that's like, the key difference she didn't take advantage knowing he was in love right. with her and then go oh whoops no that was a mistake like he didn't right she didn't have her cake and eat it too like that guy was and I am really glad that your friend's friend's friend didn't do this um, because it does sound like I think that there is there can be some truth to like seeing somebody like slip through their finger, slip through your fingers and like be like, I'm an idiot. I can't believe I never realized how great you are until now. Yeah, but I'm sure it's but happened before. I think you realize that like when they start dating somebody else, not just when like they're about to get married. You know, well, that's the thing is I feel like it's kind of like what Rachel just went through in the last episode where she was like, okay, well, whatever they're dating. I'm just going to like, mm-hmm. you know, see, like let this one play out mm-hmm. and then they get a cat and she's like, oh my God. And so she does yeah. kind of, you know, that's when she crops back up inadvertently. I mean, she was drunk and act- and, and told him she was over him. Like she, you mm-hmm. know, that was different, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I guess it's like, I don't know. I'm sure this has happened to people before where the person came back up and was like, this is my last chance because you are engaged. And I've just like, I thought maybe we'd have an opportunity again in the future. And now we won't. Well, yeah. spoiler alert, this actually does happen with Ross and Rachel later. Um, True. But but yeah, so I'd be, I wonder though, and then like, I'm sure there's been people who have picked the one that came back up out of nowhere because mm-hmm. they were like, you're actually the real love of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, we've got to hear. And like you said, you can't oh know until you know who the two people are. Yeah. Because it would be different in every scenario. Every scenario. Like a different answer. Um, I, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? We're talking about Ross and Rachel. Them having to decide. Oh man. Were you going to sing the be... song? No. Two of them kids last night again? It was going to be obviously the most important thing I've ever said in my entire life, and now I can't remember what it was. Okay. Um, was it about engagement? Was it about dangling somebody? I feel like it was, was more... it about. Oh, I know. I figured it out. I remember. Okay, go. Okay, so this also kind of makes me think, like, I-, I-, I think you've experienced this before, but I swear every time I started dating somebody – everyone else that I had ever like encountered romantically mm-hmm. in my entire life comes out, comes of, the out of the woodwork yep. just out of freaking nowhere and it's like people I haven't talked to people I haven't seen people that don't even technically know I'm dating somebody else somehow like 
their brainwaves know they can that it's sniff time. It out. They can sniff it out. And I'm like, I don't know how this happens. But I had an ex-boyfriend contact me. that I hadn't talked to him in like five years. And he was like, you were always the one. Like, I've always – there's never been anybody like you. Like, I'm so in love with you. And I was like, I think that you're mistaken. Like, you're – Wait, when, who, who had you started dating? When they came out of nowhere. I don't actually remember who it was. It was sometime after college before Matt. Okay, so um, you weren't dating your current husband. No. When this person no, no, came no. out of nowhere. No. But I had started dating somebody. Or even just like hanging out with somebody. I can't even remember. I honestly can't remember who it was. But I was like, I think you are only remembering like good things and having – like rose-colored glasses about the whole thing and not that it was like horribly bad but it was so long ago I was like you're not in love with me I'm sorry you're just not like had you dated that person yes okay and were you like uh it's just because of the distance and yes you can't have me so you think you want me uh, honestly I don't know it was it was the weirdest thing and I was like I think you're really great as a person um, I don't think you're in love with me. I think that other relationships just haven't worked out. And for some reason, you're remembering, like, our high school romance as being, like, the end-all be-all, which it wasn't. It wasn't bad, right. but it wasn't, like, amazing. It was just, you know, kids dating. It wasn't, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, nothing special. So it's just kind of funny that this happens. Like, I do think this happens to people. And I don't know if it's just, like, you seem more confident. And so, like, everybody else is like, ooh, you know. Mm-hmm. What's she up to? I don't know what it is, but it's kind of funny how that happens. Yeah, maybe. I don't feel like I've ever had an ex-boyfriend come back and be like, oh my gosh, you were the one that, that got away. Uh, there's just like randos from middle school that have tried to slide into my DMs. They're like, <laughs> hey, sup? Ooh. And I'm like, Tommy, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tommy contacted my DMs too. Contacted he, my I DMs. Think- did he schedule oh. a meeting into your calendar with you with your two o'clock? Oh my gosh. He contacted your DMs. Um, he contacted yeah, my he was, DMs. I think he was I think just he was hitting us all up. Yeah. Honestly. Alphabetically. <laughs> I think so too. And I was like, dude, I'm married and yeah. I always thought you were annoying and I'm pretty sure you thought yeah. I was annoying. So I, was like, I, have I don't a boyfriend really know. And I live in New Zealand. See ya. Right. <laughs> See ya later. Oh Leave my us alone. Gosh. Oh, God. And all I remember uh, of you is you shrieking like a girl when you got your lunchbox hidden from you yep. once. So that is true. That is true. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so Ross is like freaking out and trying to decide. Um, and eventually, after kind of sussing it out with the guys, he goes and he breaks up with Julie, which well, I feel like that second. was pretty quick. Oh, right. I skipped the whole thing. <laughs> Oh, I skipped the whole thing. You're like, and yada, yada, yada. And then season 10, the last episode. I know it's called <laughs> the one with the list, but let's just move on, shall we? Right. Well, okay. So, not. duh. The one with the list. So Chandler's like, I got this computer for no other reason than for you to make a pros and cons list for Julie and Rachel. Which I'll say, I love a good pro-con list. I do Very too. helpful. Very helpful in hard times. But... Ah, putting it on paper just feels really risky. Yeah. Yeah, this is before we realized how much trouble computers and the internet could get us all mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to make a list, and Ross is like, 
Rachel's kind of spoiled and she's pretty into her looks and um she's kind of ditzy kind of she can be a little selfish yeah or maybe he's a little Um, spoiled that's that yeah a little spoiled and I think is it Joey or Chandler that says she has thick ankles Joey goes she's got chubby ankles and Chandler's like chubby ankles do you guys want to play dune or something like that. And then, and then he looks at me. He's like, okay, no. Okay, we'll do it now. Okay, Let's we'll do Julie. Um, and Julie's con list is, oh, and one of Rachel's is that she's just a waitress. Just a waitress. Because he's like, me and Julie have a lot in common because we're both paleontologists. Yeah. Rachel's just and a waitress. And Rachel's just a waitress, which is so rude. And mm-hmm. rude. Um, well, all of these are actually quite rude. And then his con list for Julie is that she's not Rachel, which, you which- know. Is the obvious Trump card. Is the ultimate Trump card, yeah. means that it's like anybody who's not Rachel is not going to win against Rachel. So it makes sense. Right. So So he makes this whole list. Pro-con list helps again. It helps again. So he goes and he breaks up with Julie and he said she – it was awful. We yelled. She threw things. They hit me. Yeah. Doesn't Um, sound very Julie, but okay. Yeah. It doesn't, but she's also angry. Yeah, that's fine. Um, they're about to get a cat, and they didn't. Oh, he just tried true. to saddle her with an old cat and then ditch her. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh. Oh. I feel that bad bullet. for the old ones. I feel so bad for the old cats. I want to take them all home. Poor babies. You should. I like old cats. Oh. I know, Mr. but they just I would be so sad if they died. I know. I know, man. That's what I just can't deal with. Anyway, sorry. I'm getting distracted by cats again. Um... <laughs> This happens often. Um, so he breaks up with Julie, comes back, he's telling the guys, and Rachel comes over and she's like, oh, hey. And he's like, hey, I was just at Julie's. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, no, the other thing, like, I broke up with her. You know, do you want to go on a walk? And she's like, okay. And he's like, I'll go get your coat. Don't worry about it. And she's like, okay, he's going to get my coat. He's going to get my coat. He's going to get yeah, my coat. Yeah, and she does a, she's, this is unbelievable. And I'm like, I know. Hey, calm down. Going on a walk, girlfriend. She yeah. just didn't see it. She didn't actually see it, like, happening because it had That's seemed right. like it was just wasn't a possibility. Right. So then, oh, also we meant to say that Chandler was on tech support with the computer people trying to get <laughs> his computer to print which, do you remember working. having to, like, hook up all the cords and download all the oh software? God. And now I'm just like, oh, I, up, I like, open my phone and I just click print and it prints in our detached garage office I over just Wi-Fi. My work, I use my work right. printer. But, yeah. But I don't even, like, <laughs> I don't have to go out to the office to, to print something. You think print. Yeah, and it I prints. just have to think print and it prints it in literally a different building. It's amazing. Um, it used to be so complicated to try to get printers hooked up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Rachel sees her name on the screen of the AS 400 in bright green letters. I can only imagine. And she's like, what's that? It says my name. And he's like, oh, nothing. And he shuts the computer and it starts printing. Yeah. And they try all sorts of stupid stuff to try to like not make her want to read it. But there is no way in the world that I would see my name on a screen and everybody started acting weird that I, I wouldn't be able to let it go. I would have to know what it said. You, that's correct. So Renee has this insatiable need to know things. Mm-hmm. And to be right. That too. But um, 
I almost feel like I would, cause I, yeah, cause having my name on something, I'd definitely be like, no, but I think what I would do is I'd play it a bit cool and I'd go, okay. And then come back later when they weren't looking and find it. Mm, Although I guess she doesn't know how to use a computer. So she probably is like, I'm never going to be able to figure this out. And they're just acting so weird about it. Yeah, because he's like, it's printing. Yeah. And so then she's like, Ross, yeah, Chandler like has something about on me on my computer and he won't show me. And he's like, he won't. He won't. Yeah. Uh, so Ross realizes Chandler... that Chandler... Chandler... Joe, Joey's like, it's a short story that you wrote. That short story <laughs> you've been working on. It was summer. It was hot. Rachel was there. The end. <laughs> and then something said Ned. <laughs> just i just don't even know slam poetry (laughs) i know um yeah i don't know yeah Yeah. fair enough there's pretty much no way of getting out of that one no i get it i get it i i would probably be the same and so she steals it from them reads it and is like oh my god she's obviously horrified as she should be oh which oh would be awful be so awful I like how she and, gets more mad about the chubby ankles than anything I know. else. She's I like, do not have chubby ankles. I do not have chubby ankles. <laughs> so true. Um, but, you know, she gets really upset. And I think I think just a waitress is like, it's really insulting. And also like ditzy. I mean, like nobody's perfect, Ross. Come on. But, you know, she says this. And that's the first thing I thought. Like how – would it feel to see all the worst things you think about yourself and realize that everyone else sees them too and not just sees them, but like put them in a list of why not to be with you? Like, yeah. Oh, that would be so gut wrenching. It would be awful. That would be so gut wrenching. And cause it is. I, yeah, absolutely. Ugh. I, I fully get it. Um, Oh, there was something I was just going to say about that. What the list or the, Oh, the just a waitress thing. Yeah. Um, there's obviously like politics are a lot right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's this one politician who used to be a bartender. And she often does say that like so many people will be like, we're going to send you back to bartending. And she's like, that's a job. And it's an honest, (laughs) yeah. She's like, why is that a bad thing again? Like it was an Mm -hmm. honest living. I was working hard and like, get over it. Like there's, there shouldn't be any shame in, in um any of that oh there was also once one of the actors from like i can't remember what like a family affair or different strokes or something he works at trader joe's now as oh, like yeah. a cashier oh he and actually somebody... he was the guy that used to be on the the cosby show i think was he from the cosby show he was like the older brother or the boyfriend or something like that okay. i can't remember Theo? he was like in it the later Theo. seasons no i think he was in the later seasons Okay. And so, yeah, so he, somebody saw him and recognized him and took a picture and posted it online to embarrass him, which is mm-hmm. really disgusting trait of somebody, so like, rude. somebody to do. It's like, honestly, you, you think, okay, so that makes you feel better about yourself. It's really disgusting trait. But so they posted it and then the internet, like, you know, one of the good times, everybody came out and was like, yeah, okay, he's an actor. Like, Sometimes Mm -hmm. actors don't have work like good for him for making an honest living in the meantime. And he was even like, yeah, I, I like my job. I enjoy working. They have flexible hours. 
yeah. He's like, I need, I need, yeah. And I'm supporting my family. Like, why are you shaming me over that? And I was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, thank God. So anyway, that is pretty terrible and elitist that Ross is like looking down his nose at Rachel's just a waitress thing. Right. Like, I don't know. It is really rude. But yeah, I know. I can't imagine like seeing the list and, you know, he wants her to just get over it and read all these nice things. He also happens to think about her. Um, yeah, in typical right. so Ross right. form, he's like, let me fix it by doing a thing that makes me feel better. And well, and again, with the whole aggressive thing, he mm-hmm. she shuts him out, blocks him. And so he climbs up the fire escape and tries right. no to means like, no Ross. No means and, no. And she's like, when somebody says they don't want to talk to you, that means go away. It doesn't mean climb mm-hmm. up the fire escape. So he's basically like infringing on her personal space and like showing yes. up to her bedroom essentially and she's yes. like it Harassing is very her. it is very heavy-handed it is her it is and luckily she closed the blinds and goes into her bedroom where i'm assuming she doesn't have a window and he can't get to her yeah and he's out there going the way that you blah 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 he's just like in the rain shouting out this list of pros mm-hmm. and everyone else comes home um but Finally, he goes home and he's like, oh, I have an idea. He calls Monica and asks her to turn on the radio. And <laughs> Delilah, I can only assume. Oh, um, it's Delilah. Is it really I mean, Delilah? It's, it's, well, it's supposed to be it's Delilah. It's Delilah-esque. I don't know if it's, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, we've got one tonight. Ross is so sorry, Rachel, for what he did. And he hopes you can forgive him soon. You can be together. And it starts playing it with, starts or playing you, with or without you from you, which I love that song. Yeah. Um, it always makes me think of the scene, though. Well, I love Monica's like, oh, God, she's, she's going to call, call Ross. Him. They're going to make up. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ross is sitting by himself and it's like, Rear. actually, Rachel just called us and told you what you did. It's pretty appalling. So I don't think I want to play your song, Ross. We're going to play one for <laughs> Ashley and Ben. Ashley's really sorry she hit you with your car, Ben, and hopes you guys could work it out. <laughs> Oh, she says something about, like, a couple that actually has stands a chance or something like that. Yeah, yeah, this couple actually stands a chance. <laughs> yeah. with your car, and I hope we can work it out. Um, but obviously, his uh, last-ditch effort did not work. But I don't blame her. Like, and I mean, who does, who's to say she won't get over it eventually? But, like, he hasn't even given her the evening to sleep on it. Is like, it still supposed to be the same day? I think so. Like, it happens, and then he's, like, climbing up the fire escape later that day. Yeah, know? even if it was the next day, you're totally right. It's, like, give her just a little bit of time. Minute. Yes, like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's really easy to forgive somebody if you have time to process. But he gives her no space or time to process ever. And it he just, just makes her matter. It matter. just makes her more mad. It pushes her farther away. Yes. And that's it, because he's trying to minimize everything he did. Instead of it being like, actually apologize, appreciate the weight of what you did. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it's like, let her talk it out with her girlfriends mm-hmm. who will hear her out, validate how she's feeling, but then also probably like, be she'll like, have a chance to get it out. This is what you then... want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I often find this where like, when people are like, oh, I'm just, like the way that they apologize almost is worse than the thing that they did wrong. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's not because what he did was pretty bad, but like. You know, like when somebody's like, oh, whatever, just get over it. It's not that big of a deal. And you're like, okay, the fact that you don't realize how much you hurt me initially is actually yeah. even more hurtful. Yeah. And makes it worse. I've, and I'm like, I've, now you have two things to apologize mm-hmm. for instead of one. I've probably talked about this before because it just like always rings true to me. And I've like 
tried to consider it whenever apologizing, which is often because I am bossy and, you know, get in people's way sometimes. But whatever, we love you. I know. Somehow you still love me, all of you. Um, There's a chapter, two chapters in Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please. And she talks about apologizing for something she did on SNL, like a skit that was really offensive and she didn't know it was like a real person. Yeah. And all this stuff. And yeah. She, she goes through that. the whole process and it's just like really cool to see somebody go through the part where it's like, well, I didn't know I was doing it. I didn't do anything wrong because I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know it was a real person. And then getting to the point where she actually feels bad and does apologize and they don't want to really accept her apology. They accept it, but they don't want to like be friends. Um, and like processing right. all that. But then she has these two short chapters that it's like an apology from the head and an apology from the heart. And the apology from the head's like, I'm so sorry you got so offended by what I said. I didn't mean anything by it. Um, I'm sorry you feel that way kind of thing. And then the one from the heart is like, what I did sucked. I'm so sorry it made you feel that way. Um, let me know what I can do to like repair. The- you know, it's like the things that you really want to hear from someone else when they do apologize because it's so easy to make an apology about what you meant or didn't mean to do. That's and that's it. not and it's like, really well, my intentions were. Right. And the, and the point is like, sometimes it is, sometimes that's fine. But other yeah. times it's like, regardless of what your intentions mm-hmm. were, this was your impact. Mm-hmm. So I've heard it put that way before. And I yep. really like that, especially with like big, large swaths of like societal problems, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, my intentions were good. And it's like, you're, regardless of what your intentions were, mm-hmm. you, this was your impact. And you need, and now that you're no longer naive to that, mm-hmm. what are you, you need do to do about it? Receive that information mm-hmm. and go, okay. Yeah. I feel like whenever an apology starts with, I'm sorry, you, mm-hmm. that's not an apology. Or I'm that's sorry, but. Like, yeah, like, well, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean anything by it. You can go, I'm sorry. That is definitely not what I meant. Here's what I meant. Or like, you know, I'm really sorry. I can see how that's how that mm-hmm. came out. And, and what re- I actually meant right. was just. And regardless of what I meant, I'm so sorry that it made you feel that way because I would never yeah. want to hurt you like that. I would never want you to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want to hear is not the like, well, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean that. And it's like, but you know that that's how I took it and that this is how I feel. Right. And it's like, you don't seem sorry about that having that effect on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I so don't know. call us for your next apology because we have a lot of. <laughs> yeah, but Ross we really could. is. I actually, we well, could help people with that, Renee. Well, we've, had, we've worked service. through it a lot with each other. We've worked through a lot of our I apologizing. Mean, yeah, not recently. Well, not recently, but. I don't know, over the last 20-ish years. Yeah. And I remember also reading a book once. Like, you know how there's the five love languages? Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't read it. Maybe I was just told about it. <laughs> Maybe I just read the back cover. <laughs> um, I saw this book in a book. bookstore. Here's all the information. And I'm pretty sure this is what it was saying. Um, kind of like in the first season, we used to just guess at what other shows were or other movies were about based well, on their titles. I don't see that stopping anytime um, soon. Neither. Um, no, this book a friend was telling me about, and apparently it's kind of like the five love languages, but it's like the five apologies or something like mm. that. And it's like, it's really good for, obviously you can't go through your life apologizing to everybody in exactly the way that they'd want or whatever. But the idea is that you and your spouse or you and your partner or you and your family read this book. And it's like, you may be like mother and kids or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's what type of apology. And so one of them is like, 
I want you to apologize and val and, and like recognize my feelings mm-hmm. or I want you to apologize and promise that you'll never do it again. Mm. Or I want you to apologize and tell me what you would have done differently. Like huh. it's these different ways of like what's meaningful sense. to me. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. And so, cause it's kind of like the five long- love languages. Like mm-hmm. it's all well and good if my love language is quality time, but if yours is acts of service, mm-hmm. like you're not really receiving my love. And so me knowing what's, which is funny because it's fully the opposite. Yours is definitely quality time, Mm -hmm. but like, but, um, yeah. And physical touch Mm -hmm. and words. You're good at giving words. Yeah. I don't, I like words, but they don't, I don't need them as much as some other people do. Like Matt needs words. Okay. I'm big on words too, which is probably why we both love you because you're great at giving Mm -hmm. words, but. But yeah, so it's this interesting thing about like finding out how the person that you're working with likes to be apologized to mm-hmm. so that when you are making a sincere apology, you can tailor it to something that you know will resonate with them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. That was interesting. So should we send Ross this book, do you think? I think we should retroactively go back to the 90s. And I think Ross just needs like therapy in general. Yeah, I'd say for several reasons. Um, a lot of stuff a lot of stuff we love you Ross but yeah you definitely could benefit from some therapy Um, anyway if you're struggling with an apology and you want us to help you can write in and we can try but no promises (laughs) we can try Um, but we we will not take we accept no responsibility for the outcome zero responsibility that's on tape so (laughs) it holds up in a court of law right Um, but yeah so they kind of just they don't resolve it in this episode which you know sometimes isn't very fun to like wait on but hopefully Ross learns a little bit of his lesson and eventually they can work it out I don't know what's gonna happen though yeah that's right so is that how it ends is with them both staring yeah. out into the rain yeah listening to that in in my room mm-hmm. or whatever yeah Beach boys song yep yeah um, and it actually ends ends with uh Monica going for the fish dashios Ah, uh, the fish dash. Yeah, they, so they ended on a, on a laugh track just to that's nice. wrap that's it up too. in a giggly bow. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. So hopefully Ross gives her a little bit of space and they can work it out. Uh, don't we'll hold see. Breath, Not hold my breath. So. so yeah. Okay, well. That was episode the eight. The one with the list. Goodbye, Julie. We liked you. Oh, yeah. Bye, Julie. You know. Bye, Julie. Um, the next episode is season two, episode nine, which is the one with Phoebe's dad. Um, this one is a really fun episode. It is. And actually I realized that this, there is a question that I encountered in trivia that I didn't know. And it was from this episode. One of the very few friends trivia questions I've gotten wrong is from this episode. Oh my gosh. Okay. So will you ask it to us next week and we'll... I think I think it's from I'm pretty sure it's from this episode yeah okay you ask it and then maybe we'll give people a chance to answer it okay without googling no cheating no cheating guys okay okay that'll be fun all right all right see you guys next time bye bye bye